and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us. We're uh, regular time this day as we go live in the one thirty to uh, two twenty or so Eastern hour. Thank you again for uh, for picking us here. We we know you don't have to, but then you're paying so much. You <laughs> don't want to spend all that money and then not get anything for it. Right? That's correct. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so today, I am. Uh, very well prepared. I have a list as as Go. long as both of my arms. Okay. And if you've ever seen my wingspan, oh, well, that's something. Something else. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, DeSantis running for president of White America, even nice. more so than Trump. Even more so than Trump. Nice. Uh, Jonathan Turley explodes in his own face again. I saw some of that, yeah. Jeopardy officially enters the culture wars. Who's going to jump in first with a stupid-ass opinion, DeSantis or Trump? Oh, wow. With today's news, bet on the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Do the Russians affect the voting for the rock and roll hall of fame too let's find oh, yeah. out let's see uh worst parents in the world and uh, don don just give bolsonaro the insurrection suite at mar-a-lago Jeez. i think there is one isn't there i think there is there should be at least one there you go there you go uh why are we why are we betting on the eagles with today's news let's start there rip off the band-aid all right. Well, the uh, the headline, of course, today about the Super Bowl has nothing to do with uh, goofy bets that uh, you might be making on whether a guard will score a touchdown or or something goofy like that. The headline, and it's huge: Philadelphia Eagles offensive lineman Josh Sills is indicted on rape and kidnapping charges just days before the Super Bowl. Britt, that could upset the chemistry on this team. This could. This could be the difference because you need to have a clear mind when you play the game of and that okay, Josh Sills played in one game this year. He's like the backup guard. He played in the fifth game of the season. He is in effect a nobody. All right. So the headlines will be completely disproportionate to the effect it will have on the Eagles. I say bet Philadelphia. (laughs) This guy is from uh, this guy. I guess he's from Ohio. He was charged there in Guernsey County. Where's Guernsey County? Well, if you've ever driven north on I-77 to Cleveland and you cross I-70, famous I-70, goes all the way across the country. That's Cambridge, Ohio, uh, home of, I don't believe it's still, but it might be the world's largest Interstate Interchange, Cloverleaf. It used to be known for that. Holy know. shit, really? They built that there? Well, you know, they had plenty of room. They didn't have to, you know, I don't know. But that's 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 where he was charged. Um, December 5th, 2019, that uh, he did some, uh, how should we say it, horrible things he's charged uh-huh. with. And uh, he will appear in court on February 16th, just four days after the Eagles win the Super Bowl, and so, but, but, but 
we have a lot of bad headlines today that will throw you off and make you believe things that are important or have some substance to them don't have any really. And I I would say that's, that's one of them. Okay. This isn't uh, Jalen hurt the quarterback. No, no, not that one. It's just, it's not that way. It just really truly isn't that way. And I'm not minimizing the charges. I'm not minimizing the, the uh, alleged crime, but uh, this is, not going to affect the Eagles. Do you agree or disagree? I don't think it's going to have any effect. Cambridge, Ohio, the hometown of John Glenn, also the also the hometown of Dom Capers, first head coach in Carolina Panthers history, first head coach in Houston Texans history. Oh. Here is your uh, great bet of the day. Jersey number of the first touchdown score in the Super Bowl <laughs> over 11 and a half gets you plus 110. Over an 11 and a half will get you a plus 110, Brad. That is the you have to pick the but so each team probably has a lot of duplicate numbers. So you're just picking a number. He's picking the number, and if that jersey, like Travis Kelsey, wears like 86 or something, that's over 11 and a half. He scored. He's in. You win plus 110, and that means 100 dollars gets you 110. In the words of Daffy Duck, shoot me now. <laughs> also, the jersey number of the last touchdown story, you can go over 11 and a half or under 11 and a half. Wow. Wow. So uh, I guess Tom Brady doesn't have what it takes, does he? <laughs> Tom Brady announcing once again that he is retired from the game of football on social media today. He's out. And um, so Greg Olson can do a, a great job on Sunday and it just might not matter a week from Sunday and it might not matter. He'll still get demoted to the uh, second game. Not He won't be doing America's game of the week. Okay. <laughs> on Sunday afternoon. America's right? game of the week. Right. First of no, all, but- I hope, I hope that actually uh, Greg Olson gets Derek Carr and they just tell him to go home now and Tom Brady's going to be the guy on Sunday. I hope that's well, going to be the, <laughs> just hey, go- you know what, you're right. Tom Brady <laughs> deserves right now. You know, that's a, that's a, you know what, you know how fucked up that is. Yeah. That's so, that's so fucked up. <laughs> it's not really going to happen, but no. I assume they're going to put him, you know, on the pregame and the post, sure. they will, he sure. will be involved somehow. Sure. He will, he will intrude. He will inject himself. He will Trumpize himself and become the story when he's not really the story. That's maybe, it. Maybe we'll uh, let's do Ron DeSantis running for president of white America, even more so than Donald John Trump. Well, I think so. I think this, uh, this whole crap with uh, strong arming the college board yeah. into altering the uh, AP courses for uh, uh, black studies, which again, it's not mandatory anywhere. It's op- optional and, and the rest. And the college board has caved and uh, they've taken out anything having to do with uh, Black Lives Matter or critical race theory. Remember, this is college-level kind of stuff, not being forced on four-year-olds to uh, start hating white people immediately. We like to wait till they're in seventh or eighth grade to do that. When did the, you start learning to hate white people, Britt, when you went the, to school? The slaves were just uh, invited guests, really. That In, in this cur- criteria, in this curriculum, they're just invited guests who were treated very nicely. Right, and um, fortunately, though, their union 
Yeah. Got them, you know, the benefits. You know, they got free housing. Sure. Um, uh, free free education. Free you know, food. Sure. Yeah. I, I just think that this is the it, – it's not so subtle what DeSantis is doing. I think, you know, he looked at the numbers from when Trump squeaked by in 2016 and then in uh, 2020, he didn't win because, you know, Joe Biden turned out a huge coalition of – uh, people not altogether white. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think the calculation is that in 2024, Joe Biden will not be able to, assuming he's the nominee, be able to turn out the identical group of people to vote for him this time. Um, I was going to say, even if Trump was on the ballot, think about what I was thinking about when I said that. Because, of course, Trump was the driver in 2020. Maybe putting him on the ballot again does help Biden recreate that. But what DeSantis is doing is getting, I hate to even think this way, he's getting slightly more intellectual in his racism. He's trying. Than than Donald Trump is because everybody cares about education. Everybody thinks they have some kind of a stake in it. And now at least in the modern era, and and you and I are not from the modern era. We didn't go to school in the modern era where uh, our parents were were looking not just over our shoulders, but over the shoulders of teachers and administrators, the principal of the school. What the hell are you teaching about this? I can't remember one time ever (laughs) what my parents ever, 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 no, look at what happened to me. You know, maybe they should have. But, <laughs> um, but it, it, it really was was different then. Um, and as a result, I think you and I, it doesn't matter that we're, we're 15 years apart in age. We didn't learn shit about black history. Um, we, I mean, roots, know. whatever roots showed us on ABC, that was about it. Well, I was I was already in college by then. Yeah, but, see, but, me, but, I was. I mean, yeah, right. But but but. That's not an education, okay? No, that's that's not. popular culture teaching you things, and and your point is exactly right. That's what we were learning, and so the world really has advanced since then. But now Ron DeSantis is determined to peel that back and make sure that the kids essentially get the kind of education in in Black history that that we got which was incomplete at best non-existent really at worst which is the blacks came over they were forced to come over they were slaves for a long time uh then there was a war lincoln freed the slaves then there was reconstruction and that i don't even understand what reconstruction is they never taught us much about that and then martin luther king made a speech and there was some legislation and everything's okay now isn't that the Ron DeSantis? Well, this will be interesting to see if black history in America. This will be interesting to see if uh, Ron DeSantis and his office actually schedule any Black History Month activities, as we've just started a few hours ago, Black History Month. I wonder if it'll even be acknowledged or if it'll be tempered with some white history events 
You know, you, you got to wonder. You got to wonder if it's going to hurt the feelings of some of his stupid ass voters if he actually goes to a Black History Month event and he'll be well, criticized for being woke. That's such a great question because the very fact that uh, you're asking it, of course, answers the question because it immediately brings up what you and I have been subject to in various forms being on talk radio all these years. And uh, I'll, I'll recreate it uh, with a caller here. How come there's no such thing as white history month? Yeah. Brad, why isn't there white history month? Why, why do they get one? We don't. Right. And this well, is actually, this is actually teachable. One. This is actually teachable because this, this goes back to something that you and I have talked about and something we actually remember when I think you've probably seen the, the quotes within the past couple of weeks about what Ronald Reagan said when he signed the MLK law into uh, the bill into law that would create a national holiday celebrating Dr. King's birthday. And he basically, it was one of the most tepid speeches and endorsements of Dr. King you'll ever see in your life. Of course, of course. The, well, the excuse it, made by the excuse made by a lot of Republicans were, it's not that I don't think it's important. It's not that I don't want a day. It's just that there were so many civil rights pioneers. I just don't want to point out and, and, and isolate one guy. They would always make excuses like that. They, they would always say shit. And I don't, think, I don't think Jesse Helms even said that. I don't think he was even studied enough to say that. He was just like, oh, fuck the Negroes. That was basically the Jesse Helms actually, thing. I've studied this, Brit, and uh, I know why Reagan said that. Would you like to know? What? <laughs> Well, because uh, Ronald Reagan was a huge fan of Malcolm X. Yeah, that's and, right. And, and he didn't want to say it, but but he actually thought that Malcolm X was a a, a better representation. No, of course <laughs> not. Uh, now, I have a I have a little dispatch here. I put it up on my Facebook page yesterday. It says Black History Month has been canceled in Florida. This answers your question, Britt. Governor Florida man. That's what I call him now. Governor Florida man has proclaimed it will be replaced with something called a grieved white male victim of everything ever that gave anyone else respect or opportunities pride month. Wow. What do you think? That's that's a good, I don't know. That doesn't fit into an acronym. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Now our, our, uh, our friend, uh, John, the Catholic, yeah. who we will be uh, watching the Super Bowl with in 10 days, had a great suggestion today that Bruce Springsteen, who's, uh, next tour, which I believe is coming to where we are at some point, opens in Tampa, in yeah. Tampa, Florida. Right. And uh, he asked the rhetorical question, why doesn't Bruce Springsteen say, not going to play Sunset, uh, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> you get the point. I was doing that on purpose. It was uh, bands like uh, Springsteen who boycotted North Carolina over that bathroom bill a few years ago. That's right. That's right. It, it wouldn't be new. Now, it's... Um, Number one, is it fair for the public like us to expect Bruce Springsteen to do this at this moment right now? Uh, number two, should Bruce Springsteen do it and he shouldn't need prodding from us? Or are we past the effectiveness of these kinds of moves by by entertainers? Keeping in mind that Bruce Springsteen would be right now at the very very top of the yeah. the food chain for social consciousness and uh ability to get attention for a move you know if miley cyrus doesn't play tampa okay not gonna matter it's a huge uh, deal 
all right, it would be a huge deal, but not as big as Bruce. Um, is it is it fair for us to to try to quote pre, you know start a petition campaign? Five million people, Bruce, say you shouldn't play Florida, and then you go, well, what about all the the, the fans who will go to see him who have nothing to do with Ron DeSantis's um, uh, uh, policies, and you're you're punishing them? And, well, but you know what? That's the way it works. That's too bad. Um, how about this? If you love Bruce Springsteen that much. But you realize you live in a shitty state with a shitty governor who's uh, all about taking away people's rights and appealing to the worst in America by what he is doing in so many areas and running as the candidate for white America. Maybe just get out of Florida. Go get out. Nobody's making. Well, would you say that would you say that the effort now there was a huge debate about this when it happened in North Carolina over the bathroom bill. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there was a bill that was passed by the North Carolina legislature that said, if you are not using the bathroom that correlates with the uh, birth uh, gender on your birth certificate, you are breaking the law. And it did have a severe economic impact on North Carolina. PayPal was going to put a huge operation in Charlotte. They said, peace out show pearl jam canceled a show other just like louis ck booked a show specifically for the greensboro coliseum and donated the proceeds to lgbtq uh youth so would you say that that effort back then helped put pressure on pat mccrory and on the state political leaders to get rid of that bathroom bill i think maybe it did i think think it did And, and i don't argue i don't argue specifically against the louis ck um solution either and certainly right. bruce springsteen is in a financial position to, yeah. to do the same thing in fact bruce springsteen could even uh do what you get in all those phony emails you get asking for money for political candidates where they go donate now and get three x we don't know who x is who will triple money that comes in why can't x give four x and not bother me with having to send money but that aside Bruce Springsteen could 2x or 3x all the money that is uh, that, that that would have come his way um, had he uh, had he played in uh, in Tampa. But again, you know, is that is that our place to try to uh, channel our political views through him? I don't know. It's, uh, it's a cool and, this, and this is more than one. This is like more than one issue. It's also a cult of personality thing with DeSantis in particular. You're, you're facing off against a guy. The thing in North Carolina was against a piece of legislation that was clearly disgusting, awful, and uh, w- was against everything anybody should stand for. And eventually it did go down like a clown. And it was part of the reason that Pat McCrory went down as well. Um, Pat McCrory will try to rewrite history with you every day on WBT and tell you what a, you know, what a measured leader he was, what a mature studied guy that he was. Uh, and, and he was terrible as governor. Yeah. Yeah. Now w- with that in mind, uh, and, uh, Bruce Springsteen already in the, uh, rock and roll hall of fame. He was uh, of course part of that, that, that huge group of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Springsteen. <laughs> he got in with them. Um, They've announced the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for this coming year. And, you know, it's, it's really an interesting 
list. Uh, Missy Elliott, Willie Nelson, Kate Bush, Iron Maiden, Cindy Lauper, Soundgarden, Cheryl Crow, and George Michael. George Michael. Hmm. Um, uh, considered for induction also, Rage Against the Machine, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, Warren Zevon, and Joy Division, New Order, um, eight of the 14 on the ballot for the first time. Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Joy Division, New Order, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, it took all this time. He had to pass. Is he? I think he's 90 now, isn't he? He's yeah, but again, we're getting into a debate over whether he's rock and roll or not. I mean, in spirit, right. he certainly is. I mean, I would never question that. I don't think... Uh, I don't think you need to no. Uh, White Stripes, Warren Zevon. Um, we'll see. So that well, they start off with what sixteen, and then they cut it down to fourteen. They cut it down to seven or eight. Is that what do you, happened there? Do you have any strong feelings about any of those, one way or the other? Because I think well, uh, for 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 uh, uh, my marriage sake, yeah, I absolutely think that George Michael. George Michael, sure. Should get there. And and, and uh, because I'm. I hear more George Michael in my life now than I ever heard, you know, for the the 35 years or so uh, preceding it when his uh, when his career was was up and then it was down and then it was back. And and, uh, you know, then he he died pretty young Uh, and he was one hell of an artist, one hell of a singer. Great voice. uh, Great voice. And uh, if all you know about George Michael is. uh, the, uh, the the three or four years of hits with Wham with yeah. Andrew Ridgely, you're you know you're you're underselling him. He's he's way more than that. Always was, and uh, it's too bad. It's too bad he's not around. So I uh, I'm, I don't think my wife even knows yet that George Michael is up for uh, uh, being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, so I'm not a he, he should be in there. Um, the spinners, I'm not a the spinners. Holy you like shit, the spinners? I, I'm not a huge <clears throat> I'm not a huge fan of uh, Joy Division, New Order, or a tribe called Quest. But I think for what they were for those genres of music, they deserve to go in. I think they're definitely to me are like, and I I love personally I love Warren Zevon, and I I would like to see Warren Zevon in there. Yeah. But but the rest of them I don't have very strong feelings about. Yeah. Uh, um, now, now, see, Cindy Lauper. Uh, I'm I'm wondering whether that's just a uh, girls just want to have fun. Uh, tip of the hat to uh, a a brief moment because you can't say she had a long career, really. In can you? I don't think so, but it was. I would say for a short period of time, it was influential based on. I think and there I, were a lot of I like her. I mean, I see her all the time. I still see her around. She's. I like her. I'm, I'm nothing against. Now, which med- which medicine does she pitch for that you watch on your on your evening local news? I forget which one it is. No, no, it's not which medicine. It's which which disease. Which disease is, it, which, is she a Crohn's disease person or what? Yeah, is, what is she? I, I have rheumatoid rectal itch. <laughs> which pseudo Latin medication? Is she? Jesus Christ! And you had some the uh, the Russians in infecting the vote for the Hall of Fame was that a was that a joke? No, no. For no, um, yeah. I'm just asking whether this is going to be a fair vote. I mean, yeah. Remember, Britt, it isn't 
um, who's voting. It isn't who the candidates are. It's who counts the votes. I came up with that. I'm the first one to. I think that, with all due respect to our friend Park uh, Park Pewterbaugh, who we have on from time to time, who used to work for Jan Winter, at least John Winter is honest about the fact that this thing is rigged. There's no, there's no integrity to this election whatsoever. If people, if he wants certain people to get in, they're going to get in. If he doesn't want certain people to get in, they're not going to get in. That's just the way it is. That, that is why Ted Nugent will never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> until, again, and, and John Winter can say, until you pry it from my cold, dead hands. It's just, it's just not going to happen. That's, that's just the way it is. And, and you either accept that as a reality of life or you don't. I didn't tell you the Jim DeRogata story. As it, I don't know if you've heard this. No. Jim DeRogata, who hosts the Sound Opinion Show, which is on a, a lot of public radio stations all over America. He's been a critic in Chicago. DeRogata wrote the book, the R. Kelly book, which blew the lid off of the R. Kelly thing, right, several years ago. He very briefly worked for Rolling Stone. And in the mid-90s, Hootie and the Blowfish put out their second album, which was called Fairweather Johnson. (laughs) And he wrote a scathing takedown of Fairweather Johnson. It's it's available. You can look it up. Um, Jan Winter says, no, we're not. We're not doing that. That's not what we're doing. And either he had to, DeRogatis had to do it or somebody else had to do it. So somebody from, I think it was the Village Voice, got in touch with DeRogatis and goes, hey, I heard that Jan Winter killed your review of, of uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, but that's happened. He goes, well, do you have any comment? He goes, no, I don't really have any comment. He goes, do you think, do you think Jan Winter's a big fan of Hootie and the Blowfish? And DeRogatis' words were, I think Jan Winter is a big fan of anybody that sells 10 and a half million records. <laughs> and that's what got him fired from Rolling Stone. <laughs> He was he was summarily dismissed from Rolling Stone, and, and you know you know why? Because the truth is, he's a fan of anybody that, that sells nine and a half million. <laughs> Ten and a half is is is, is just too much. All right. Um, <laughs> do you want to do Je- Jeopardy going woke? Jeopardy going woke. Uh, this one, this is wild. This is wild stuff. Uh, and I know, I know you're not a, a big watcher, but we have a, a controversy that's broken out beyond just the game there was a guy named yogesh raut r-a-u-t he is uh, clearly indian american and uh he he won uh i think it was three three games in a row three games in a row and i'm being cock block here on reading the story to you so let's go on to something else, and I'll I'll find it and and, and bring it back up. Jonathan, don't you dare, Tur- let's, let's don't do your fucking look for it while I'm doing it, and then read back to me, or I'll kill you. It kills somebody. Jonathan Turley, the uh, alleged uh, legal analyst at Fox News, saying that the uh, White House is in free fall. Brad, as we speak today, the news coming out that uh, Joe Biden's vacation home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, has been raided uh, by the FBI as they're looking around, poking around, looking for some documents there. All right. All right. So here's the problem now with what you just said. Yes. You said exactly what I'm going to say is the bullshit here. Yes. Because even right now at this hour, as we speak, Drudge Report, giant red letter headline with an anguished Joe Biden picture. FBI searches home. Docs probe accelerates. Hurry up. Here's the problem. They link to the story at nine in the morning. Jonathan Turley, that fuck face sellout, 
piece of shit corporate stooge who is a law professor at George Washington University. So he's been sucking up the fox now for years. He said, well, the White House is in a free fall. Here's the problem. They did the search, and guess what? They found nothing. They yeah. found no secret documents. Yeah. It's all clear. Nothing. And you're not going to see that. All you're seeing is the headline verse. This is exactly why it's bullshit, and this is not equivalence to what Donald Trump did. No matter how many screaming, inappropriate, incomplete, rush to judgment headlines they're running with us and they all did this but now come on come on turley cop to it they cooperated again with the fbi the biden folks the lawyer they said go on and go go take a look go take a look donald trump never did that these are not equivalent stories and for drudge and they're pretty quick on stuff when they want to be to leave up the early story about the search, no, you got to have the headline up right now. FBI searches Biden home, finds nothing, finds nothing. Oh, he found some like little handwritten notes about order a pizza at five o'clock. Yeah, they found that. But classified documents, no. That's the point. That's my point. I rest on it. Well, I know the answer to my question. I- I guess I guess I know the answer to the question here. Uh, are we going to hear fuck faces like Lauren Boebert and Jim Jordan shut the fuck up about a raid on somebody's house? Because technically, it's a raid. I mean, they allowed him to search. You, it's it's ridiculous. No, no, Brit, Brit, a raid is when in college you break down the door and the girls are in their panties and you grab them. That's a panty raid. <laughs> if, if they invite you in, right? And say, take a look around. It's not a raid, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And this is not a raid. And, and so, as, as I've said many times, and it's unfortunate to say it now, but it's in context. If you pull the car over, the cops don't have to chase you. That's a, that's part of the that's part of what happens. When are they going to chase somebody? Well, you don't have to. He has cooperated fully, and that's part of why the the, the both sides ism the equivalence arguments that are made on cable news ad nauseum. They don't hold water here because one party has, and and Mike Pence too, has cooperated fully. Hey, I fucked up. Here it is. Go look over here. Go look over there if you need to. You can look under the couch. I don't care. And then one party lied about not having the documents completely and totally on multiple occasions and then had to have somebody come in before those documents were destroyed because they were getting tips from inside Mar-a-Lago going, oh, I'm kind of worried about this. All right. Uh, Bob uh, Bauer is Joe Biden's personal attorney. He said the planned search, which lasted three and a half hours, turned up some handwritten notes and other materials the FBI agents took away for further review, but said no documents with classified markings were found, reported CNN. But, Britt, you know, he could have erased those classified markings, couldn't he? Do we know for sure? Don't the don't there need to be an investigation? You know, see, it, it, it never ends, and I, you know the drip, 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 and they've handled this badly. What more are they supposed to do? Um, and the would you like to nothing because you can't win this. There's nothing. Would you like to address uh, Mr. Turley directly and what a piece of garbage he is? I did. I said it. I said he's a <laughs> fucking sellout. <laughs> who had credibility till about uh, five years ago, and then he decided to throw all in with Fox. God knows how much they're paying him. 
I'm sure he's getting paid a nice penny to lend an air of uh, credibility to uh, what they're always trying to say and trashing every Democrat that's ever been born. Uh, I mean, he was a big part of their uh, attempt to rebut the January 6th hearings every time. You could count on him to come in every time, mischaracterize it. I mean, he went to the James Comey school of spin. Yeah. You know, of, of bullshit, of half-truths and and other things like that. So uh, search was conducted from 8.30 to noon this day. We're speaking uh, a couple of hours after that. No documents. With uh, Okay, there you go. Now, you know, change I, um... the headline. Ch- and you know what? The new headline should be just as big and just as red yeah. as the one you put up there. That's true. Was a was a ten alarm fire, and it won't be, Britt. You know that it won't be there. So, mission accomplished, right? You know how you take a you take the hit for us sometimes, and you watch some Fox News so that we don't have to. Uh, in the midst of all of the hullabaloo and the hand wringing over uh, Newsmax being thrown off of Directv and AT and T and all that stuff, I watched a few minutes of Newsmax last night. They have a I don't know what her. Oh yeah, Jen, Jen Pellegrino was her name. She's the hot chick at nine, and uh, she had to. Now this, is that the name of the show? Well, wasn't there a guy in Miami footy and the chicks at six? Wasn't that uh, the big show down in Miami on the top forty station? Yeah, the hot blonde at nine had. Uh, uh, and that, now this is a good guest. Hold on to your hats here, Dick Morris. Dick Morris wrote a fantastic book last summer about Donald Trump's massive comeback in 2024, and he spent a few minutes with us on uh, Newsmax, and he said something like, blah, 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 blah. And it was, it was very enlightening. It was very, very good. Uh, Britt, Brit, you know, why don't you go into your refrigerator and bring out some warmed-over pudding that you put in there 25 years ago and bring it out? That's Dick Morris. <laughs> there it is. You're not being fair to warmed-over 25-year-old pudding. I apologize for that. All right, I got, the, I got the Jeopardy story, by the way. Now, all right, Jeopardy. Here it is. The guy's name was Yogesh Rout. He's from Vancouver. Um, he won three games. This is about oh, about a month ago. Um, and he hates Jeopardy. He's been ranting for weeks all over social media, claiming it's not really a quiz show. And he called the show's relevancy and value fundamentally incompatible with true social justice, which, by the way, as you know, when Merv Griffin came up with Jeopardy 50 yeah. years ago, sure, he thought of it as a way to advance equality, social justice. <laughs> That's right. And, and uh, 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 everything that would be good about American values. According to Yahoo, Mr. Rout claims he's not a sore loser or is exhibiting tasteless sportsmanship for criticizing the show. No, not at all. Um, He said, I don't know if there's any way that it couldn't come off that way to someone who wants to read it that way. But people know me long before I was ever called to be on the show. I was saying the exact same things, the same sentiment, the exact same words. Though like so many critics on social media who disagree with Mr. Rout, James Holzhauser, who I think he's like the second or third Biggest winner ever. You know, he won like 30 games in a row. Jeopardy James. He was the gambler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he changed the way people play the game now. Everybody now uh, never starts at the top of a column. They all start at, at, you know, 
one, you know, twelve hundred. That uh, that game where he finally lost, and that yeah. librarian who went to Chapel Hill, that was one of the most exciting Jeopardy games I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he says that route should be banned forever. Jesus. In other words, not invited. But well, first of all, he's not ever going to be on again. He only won three games. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you tournament have, of champions. <laughs> you got to win five. What you yeah. got to win five to get to the tournament of champions, and uh, you you got to be really sympathetic if you won less than five or really hot for them to want you to come back on. Yeah, fair He's enough. Neither. He's neither. Anyone who's ever used social media to criticize Jeopardy or its producers should get a lifetime ban from the show. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far. It's you are rough. allowed to criticize it. It's and a there are tough. a lot of things. And, and by the way, you know, we watch it every night. And, and now I have to admit that I'm down to nitpicking and criticizing the 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 complete inconsistency in the way they they, they put the the uh, the answers i mean it, it's really pretty terrible um and there are a lot of but you know what it's still just a tv show it's still just a game show and i i really don't have trouble sleeping because of it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, according to uh, fox news some took it very very seriously some they took it seriously they agree with him he says, this guy was the worst contestant. Uh, he was a sore loser. I guess they didn't agree with him. Uh, he was a sore loser who was full of himself, completely devoid of personality. That's true. Um, some think he was just joking. No, he was not joking. No, it's real. Some people aren't getting the joke. Um, I, I, I just find it uh, uh, pretty fascinating that even if you th- – think that there are a million things wrong with the way they're producing the show right now and you can criticize all of it. that's it's still this is from the get a life this is from the bill shatner get a life yeah. stop watching star trek it's move just, on it's just you a are, show yeah it's just a show you were on it three times and you won three times you lost the fourth game that's the way it works you know people lose sometimes for the most ridiculous arbitrary reasons the last question will be completely ridiculous and un- if that's the way it works you you accept that when you go on there and if you're sitting in the cheap seats like me at home yeah you you, you, you having a dvr is great because you can stop it and then trash it and then continue on but it's um and so funny that such a geeky little show has engendered so much passion over such picayune things and it really has over the years people have, have very their websites that are just dedicated to this that and the third with that thing yeah yeah and uh uh you know b- because of the speed at which they run the show they they make mistakes they try to paper them over mm-hmm. uh, um, sometimes they pretend to correct the mistake and they do but there are so many others that they let run by that you know uh, shouldn't have been done but that, uh, you know, that it's like a football game there's going to be shitty calls you don't like it? Don't play football. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the that's the way it is. Okay, what do we got left here? The insurrection of- suite at Mar-a-Lago. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Um, well, Mr. Bolsonaro, the former president of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, wants a six-month visitor visa to stay in the United States. He has no intention of going back to Brazil. And I guess he's been living in Florida, but no evidence that he's down in Palm Beach County. But I say 
since you are a kindred spirit of Donald Trump, and like Donald Trump, you helped plan an insurrection in your own country to overthrow a democratic election, Don should give you the insurrection suite, right? Um, it, mm-hmm. it, it should be right down the hall from the grifter suite. There's a whole bunch of them there at Mar-a-Lago. People don't, don't know them. There's the, the uh, grifter's suite. There's the uh, overestimate the uh, value of your property suite. I mean, there's a lot of them there. They're, they're aptly named. Um, he's been hanging out here. I mean, this is the equivalent of, think about this. Imagine if Trump right now or right after January um, 6, 2021, had decided to move to, we have to pick a country that actually, let's say he moved to Britain, okay, which has extradition with the United States. We have extradition with Brazil, okay? They're not an enemy country. Um, but Trump decided, I just don't want to come back. That's kind of the same thing. This guy sort should of. be back in Brazil. He has no business leaving his own country. Just aren't you, but lost the election. Aren't you necessarily saying, and I'm not, I'm just asking the question because I'm not carrying water for this son of a bitch in any way, shape or form. Aren't you basically just like saying, uh, isn't it a death sentence? If you say, we're going to put you on a plane, throw you out in the tarmac somewhere, in Sao Paulo, aren't they just going to like draw and quarter him and I take his? So. Okay. He's, a, he's a hero with a with a huge swath of that country, just like someone else is a hero with a huge <laughs> swath of this country, even though he planned and helped execute an attempt to murder his vice president. Oh, do I have to go through the list? No, I don't. No, have you to. don't. I think we're good. Yeah, I think yeah, we got it on that. Um, no, he has no business not being back in that country. And if he is uh, making statements about how he decries the violence that broke out on that Sunday a few weeks ago, how he's so much against that, well, he should go back there and help things. No, he's a coward. He, he's a coward. And maybe you're right. Maybe he does think that the minute he steps off a plane, you know, there'll be a bullet that, that, that hits him in the head. But... Um, and by the way, they play serious shit in countries like Brazil, as you know. Well, uh, they don't fuck around, but uh, um, he's the maybe. one that he's the one that's fomented a lot of this uh, this stuff. I mean, I'm not saying he, when when you say that he deserves it, yeah. I mean, but I, I I'm not also sure that we should provide you know shelter to this guy. His calculus appears to be to distance himself from the radicals whose destruction in the capital could implicate him in the short term with the aim of someday returning to lead the opposition. Hmm. Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah, it does mm-hmm. sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Is there a DeSantis? Some sway, yeah. He's Is there a DeSantis in, in Brazil? Uh, not uh, DeSantis. There's a, the, well, yeah, there isn't one. The... Um, we will we'll talk more about it tomorrow. They, uh, I think you've probably seen it by now on your phone that the Fed has raised rates 0.25, 25 basis points, whatever you want to call it. They say that, which is tapering it off just a little bit as far as the rate increases. Um, the market's reacted a little bit, but we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And then we'll see what Jerome Powell says, and we can talk more about that tomorrow. Um, they are saying that more increases will probably be necessary as far as that goes. So that is the news. 
Are you done? I'm I'm done with that because we won't know anything until tomorrow. Please give me the worst parents in the world. Oh boy, uh, check this out. Um, these people are Belgian. They have Belgian passports. They abandoned their infant at the airport in Tel Aviv. They're trying to get on board their flight. They were unable to purchase a ticket for the kid, so they just left the kid in a baby carriage, went down to the gate, and tried to get on board. This was a Tel Aviv to Brussels flight. Uh, fortunately, fortunately, the check-in counter had, uh, had closed, so they couldn't get onto the uh, plane either, and they grabbed the parents. But I would say that would make them right now the worst parents in the world. Okay. They couldn't, would, they couldn't they couldn't wait for the next flight to get back where they could buy a ticket for the, couldn't do that at all they just left the kid how about that that's how pretty about? bad that's yep. pretty bad yeah all our staffers were in shock we've never encountered anything like this we couldn't believe you know what this would be a bigger story if it was a dog <laughs> you're so right i can't even fight that that's true i know 